Welcome to the Lioness Queen podcast. Your host, Reverend Dr. Marisha, founder, speaker, spiritual coach, and licensed minister, shares how she overcame the emotional trauma from divorce with her faith in God. Now let's jump into your daily dose of letting go of the past and living totally residue free. Here's your host, Reverend Dr. Marisha. Welcome back. Welcome back. I miss my listeners. Man, I I really enjoy um, sharing my time with you every Tuesday. Um, so let's, before I get started, I wanted to say happy belated Mother's Day to every woman out there in the world. You know, even if you did not physically give birth to a child, I'm pretty sure you have been a mother to someone else in some kind of way, you know, whether it is where you work, whether it is uh, at church, whether it, you know, you have nieces or nephews, um, you know, there has been someone who has looked up to you in that regard. And so I want you to feel appreciated and realize that you have planted seeds in someone else's life um, that has nurtured them, has made them feel loved in a certain way for growth and betterment. Amen. So, you know, this month we are still uh, talking about identity. And um, actually this past Mother's Day, I had the honor of speaking uh, virtually to a nursing home in Bowie, Maryland. And I was trying to figure out, um, you know, what I would want to talk about with my audience today. And I thought the message was so appropriate um, for my lioness queens. And so I just wanted to share um, the same message, actually, that I shared with um, the men and women at Brookdale Nursing Home in Bowie, Maryland. So... Um, it was really an honorable thing um, to speak with them about, um, you know, what Mother's Day was about. But in the same regard, you know, I had prayed and really thought about it. Um, I think the most appropriate and the most honorable thing was to speak about the mother of Jesus. And so... You know, I love to begin with a quote or a poem, but today um, I am going to um, speak on a popular scripture and a very familiar passage about when Gabriel spoke to Mary. So I'll be coming from Luke 1, verse 28 and 38, and it reads, The angel came to her and said, You are honored very much. You are a favored woman. The Lord is with you. You are chosen among many women. In verse 38, it says, And Mary said, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word, 
and then the angel departed from her so this story you know is all about mary being chosen and chosen just like you amen i have to say that again chosen just like you so I'm not sure if you are familiar with this passage, but let me just give you a quick snapshot of of what happens in this amazing story. So in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, who did not know, she did not know she was pregnant, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph. A descendant of David the virgin's name was Mary the angel went to her and said greetings you are honored you are highly favored the Lord is with you and you are chosen now for some reason Mary was tremendously nervous at his words and wondered what kind of greeting might this be But the angel immediately said to her, Mary, do not be afraid. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the most high. The Lord will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary asks the angel, how, how can this happen? How will this be since I am a virgin? The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come on you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you so the holy one to be born will be called the son of god and let me also add this mary even elizabeth your relative is going to have a child even in her old age and she who was said to be unable to conceive is actually already now six months pregnant For no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant. Mary answered to the angel, Be it unto me according to thy word. And then the angel left. So even before we talk about Mary, there's some things I want to point out um, in the scripture that you know i'm not sure if you ever really paid attention to you know but god sent gabriel to earth you know just think about this and process it in your head he sent this angel gabriel to earth to find a woman named mary so let's stop right there okay um you know this part right here makes me think about the song he knows my name right? (laughs) He knows my name. He knows your name. So God knew who Mary was. And so God is trying to explain, you know, you have to think about this and imagine that God is trying to explain some things to Gabriel before he sent to earth. 
And so if you think about it, you know, back then there were no maps, no map quests, no ways, no navigation system, no written down directions, you know, so I'm trying to imagine Gabriel coming from heaven and trying to figure out like, how do you know, Gabriel, where, you know, where you're supposed to go, right? How did he know that? Like, how is that Gabriel knew the specific town that Mary was in, you know, because this is the piece because God knew her name. Amen. Now, now I'm pretty sure there were a lot of Marys back then in Galilee, you know, but today, you know, we're a little bit more creative or should I say, we're a little bit more sophisticated with naming our children today. Right. So, you know, girl names are a plethora right now. You know, we have so many different names, uh, baby names for girls. But, you know, it's kind of strange now that some people even call in their children Corona just based on the crisis. But anyway, I'm gonna leave that alone. But God sent Gabriel to someone named Mary, who the scriptures say had not been with a man. So... Again, how did Gabriel know from all of the Marys in Galilee? You know, how did he know where to find that special Mary who had never been with a man who was still a virgin? Because what? God knew her name. Amen. Are you hearing me? How did Gabriel know, even know that Joseph, um, you know, was supposed to, was engaged to Mary? How did, how did he know? who his family was again because God knew her name so even before Gabriel says one word to Mary you know we have to realize how the God we serve is all-knowing and God knew Mary's name he knew her identity he knew what she needed and so God knew you know, what Gabriel needed to say to Mary first. He he knew that before Gabriel could even share the prophecy that was to come, God had to address Mary's identity first. He had to plant some seeds in her so that when Gabriel gave the prophecy, the seeds would take root in her, you know, Maybe, maybe another reason for this is because maybe even at her young age, maybe her parents, you know, may not have affirmed her enough for those deep roots to bear fruit. I mean, she was about to bear the son of God. And so God knew what she needed. So Gabriel affirms Mary's identity before declaring the promise and before you know, um, disclosing the purpose, you know, that was about to happen in her life. This is the all-knowing God we serve. The God who knows us by our name. The God who meets us where we are. God met Mary where she was. Amen. So I kind of want to go back to the verse and emphasize on verse 28 
And so there, there are four things that I want you to see in this scripture that you must also believe for yourself, Lioness Queens. Gabriel spoke blessings into Mary and gave her an identity before he told her about God's plan for her life and her being used as the vehicle to bring the Son of God into the world. So, so there are four things that Gabriel said. He said, you are honored. You are favored. You are not alone. And lastly, you are chosen. Let, let me say that again, because I really need this to really get down into your spirit, Linus Queens. Because he said it to Mary, but he's also saying it to you. You are honored. You are favored. You are not alone. And you are chosen. These words are what Gabriel spoke over Mary. But let me tell you, Linus Queens, God is speaking that to you today. Amen. He's speaking that over you today. That, that is what he wants you to know. That is who you are. That is who Mary was. And so as we just celebrated Mother's Day two days ago, I want us to remember that being a mother means more than a physical birth. And that's something we know, right? And we have seen, we have experienced, we have heard, you know, there are mothers in the world who chose, uh, who God chose to allow to be mothers who sadly do not deserve the title, who do not deserve the accolades, who do not deserve the Mother's Day gifts, who do not deserve even the privilege of having children. But even in the midst of all of that, mothers are still chosen by God. Whether worthy or not worthy, mothers are still chosen. Whether biologically birthed or through adoption, mothers are still chosen. Whether through a marriage or you spiritually poured into another individual, mothers are still chosen. Whether a natural birth, a cesarean, no matter the mechanism and how the baby got here, mothers are still chosen. Whether Holy Ghost filled or even a heroin addict, mothers are still chosen. So in the eyes of God, mothers are still chosen by our all-knowing Abba Father. Amen. So he decides, God decides who is worthy, but but not based on our works. <laughs> it's not based on what we do. It's not based on us dotting all the I's and crossing all our T's from Ephesians 2. It is by his grace. Amen. Mary was chosen just like you, Linus Queens. You, you, you may you may think, you know, this this might be a thought for you. For some women it is. You may think you're not worthy. You may think, I don't have it all together, God. I, I don't. You know, I don't have the education. I don't have the skill set. You know, I've been a castaway for so long. I don't have this personality. You know, 
I have too much shame, you know, and guilt from the sins that I have committed, you know. And so whatever the case is, God knows your name. Regardless as to what you have done, you are still chosen. See, see, this is the beauty in this story and the beauty in your story. God took an ordinary girl, Hemi, Hemi, he took an ordinary girl to be used in an extraordinary way. God chose you for this time and this season, and he's trying to use an ordinary you to be used in an extraordinary way. He's no respect of persons. So just as if he used Mary, God is trying to use you as well, Lioness Queen. You know, he doesn't want us to be afraid of what's going on. You know, Mary got scared, you know, even after Gabriel declared her identity and declared who she was. You know, she got she got nervous. But as soon as she said, I'm a little nervous about what you're saying, I... I'm not sure what you're saying. I'm a little unclear. As soon as those words were uttered out of her mouth, Gabriel immediately addressed it and addressed her fear and, and told Mary, don't be afraid. Fear not. God is also telling you, lioness queens, don't be afraid. When God chooses you, we, we must remember he knows our name. He knows us inside and out and has already foreseen what is coming he is the alpha and omega he is the beginning and the end he already has seen your future and has already foreseen the end it we have to keep reminding ourselves it is the trick of the enemy to make us think that our divorce was the end that that that's all for you god has nothing more for you you know that you know you 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 i think that was the best you can get no but it is only the end of a chapter in your story because no matter what in the end you win lioness queens now maybe you didn't you know maybe you didn't have the best mother in the world Maybe, maybe your mother abandoned you. Maybe your mother neglected you, abused you, mistreated you, gave you up for adoption, gave you up and let your grandmother raise you. No matter what you must remember, that she was only chosen to be the vehicle, just like Mary. But you were also chosen as well, just like Jesus. There was a prophecy that God spoke into the atmosphere that declared that Jesus would be born. That declared that you would be born. God chose you. You know, the question is, why did God decide that you should be born? Have you, have you, have you ever asked yourself that question? Like, God, why did you allow me to be born? You know, you know, my mother had, 
You know, you, you could think about this. Your mom could have had abortions. Your mom could have had miscarriages. Your mom could have had stillbirths. The question is, why wasn't it you? Why wasn't it you? Why did God decide for you to come through that canal? For you to have breath in your nostrils as soon as you came out? Why? Why did he decide? Why did he decide that for you? Just like God decided that Jesus should be born and born with a purpose. He decided the same thing for you. Now, now we can't choose our parents. However, we can choose to live. We can choose to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. We can choose to give our cares to the Lord. We can choose to stop letting our past control us. We can choose to stop looking back at our past. We can choose to negate the lies of the enemy. We can choose to believe in who God says we are. We can choose to have no more of a victim mindset, but a faith mindset. Amen. So even, even if you think about what's going on in the world right now with this pandemic, you know, that's, that's, that is the talk of the town. That is what everybody's talking about. We're focusing on the news. We're focusing on Trump. We're focusing on what the governor's saying. We're focusing on who is out violating the stay-at-home order. We're so busy focusing on the wrong things. We're so distracted with what's going on in the, in the world that it has consumed our subconscious. It's planted some things in our subconscious, y'all. And you don't even realize it. And what it's doing is consuming your thinking. It is consuming also how we process information. And it has started to begin to consume what you believe. What do you believe, Lioness Queen? Do you believe that God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all you could ever ask or think? This is no time to have fear. This is no time to have a victim mindset, a fear mindset. Gabriel told Mary immediately, do not be afraid. What are you fearing today, Linus Queens? You know, we we love to quote uh, 2 Timothy 1.7. God has not given us the spirit of fear. Uh, You know, we want to quote it, but do we actually believe it? Do we even believe it? In, in, in this season right now, in this pandemic, even with what you're facing in your life, even what's going on in the world, do you believe? Do you believe that you were chosen for this time and season? See, the word of God has already declared it. Already declared it. But you must believe it. You are chosen for such a time as this. Now, there are three things God is really trying to get our attention to realize, Linus Queens. You are chosen. Repeat after me. I am chosen. So, 
The first thing that God gave me was, and he wants you to remember, Linus Queens, I don't make mistakes. Did you hear me? This is what God is saying. Lioness Queens, I don't make mistakes. You know, he knows, he knows a spiritual wickedness in high places that, that goes on, that's been going on. Whether you knew it or not, God knew. You know, what the government has been doing, not doing, what your ex-husband did or didn't do. God knows. And in due season, his glory will shine light into the darkness to expose and eradicate the wiles of the enemy. Do not think that his arm is waxed short. That he, he, he is not able to stop this pandemic, stop the wiles of the enemy from going on. God is not concerned about, you know, what your ex-husband did. So why are we? Why, why are we concerned? Distracted. This, this, this is all a setup for God to get the glory and honor due to his name. You know, we may not understand everything, Linus Queens, that God is doing. We may not think it's fair. We may not understand why this happened this way. You know, we may not understand it. But even in the midst of it all, God is still good. Yes, I said it. He's still good. Even with the pandemic, God is still good. Even with the separation, God is still good. Even with the divorce, God is still good. You know, sometimes we act as if this is the first time in history this has ever happened. You know, there's new nothing, there's nothing new under the sun. And even with the pandemic, you know, it may be new to us, but it's not new to God. And so, you know, in 1720, you had the Black Plague. In 1820, you had cholera. In 1920, you had the Spanish flu. In 2020, we got the corona. If mankind is overcoming before, we can overcome it again. You know, it, even if it relates to divorce, and many couples have been divorced before. No matter race, creed, or religion, no one is exempt. Everybody, that's something people have experienced. That's something humanity has experienced. It's nothing new to it. But the piece about it is that you always have to remember, just because that happened to me does not discount or disqualify. I'm still chosen. Amen. It is easy to think that the divorce you know, was a mistake. God, you made a mistake, but he doesn't make mistakes. The question is, why did he allow it? Why did he allow you to experience this part, this, this chapter in your story? You know, what, what was God trying to show you? What was he trying to teach you? What was he trying to help you to understand about you? You know, what was the purpose in it all? Because it definitely had a purpose. The question is, have you asked the Lord about it? So if it wasn't a mistake, God, what was the purpose behind it? Amen. Second thing God wants you to realize. We must realize we are born for this time and this season. It's not by accident, Linus Queens, that we are living in this pandemic. And yes, I said it, we are living through this pandemic. 
through, not in, through. So when you're going through the valley, that doesn't mean you're staying in the valley, right? Because I can quote that, that scripture as well. Yea, though I walk through the valley. So we are going through this pandemic. And because we're going through, we don't have anything to be afraid of. Because God is already with us. So why are we fearing? God already said, do not be afraid. Fear not. No matter what the weapon is, we win. No matter what the circumstance, we win. You know, if you think about it, if you think about we were born for this time and season only because we're experiencing, we're experiencing it right now, right? Think about the activists and abolitionists who were chosen, you know, in really hard times, right? Really hard times. So Harriet Tubman, Harriet Tubman, Frederick Douglass, Sojourner Truth, John Brown, Abraham Lincoln, you know, they were all chosen during times when the world was more stuck on different. There was they they were more stuck on difference than similarities. More stuck on the haves versus the have-nots. Stuck on superior versus inferior. Which sadly, sadly, this still sounds, still sounds like today. You know, but the world ste- seems, you know, they seem to still be stuck. Right? But God chose in that season. Just think about it. God chose in that season, in that time. He chose men and women, different backgrounds, different races to stand together for what they believe. They were chosen for that time just like you, just like me. We're chosen for this time, Linus Queens. Did they survive? Yes. Will we survive? Yes. But we must remember we are born for this season. You're born for it. The reason you feel you um, can't handle it, you may feel you, you know, don't know what to do. You, you may feel like you are not worthy is because you're trying to do it in your own strength. You know, and, and God never intended for you to carry certain things. He never intended for you to carry the divorce, divorce on your own. He never intended for you to carry that on your shoulder. It wasn't even God's intent. Remember, God had already figured everything out before Gabriel even spoke one word to Mary. Just like he's already done that for you. Because God knows your name and, and what you can handle. See, did you know that this is, now this is the trick, right? This right here, this is the trick. When you realize God knows your name, you can totally trust him. You can totally trust in his word. You can totally trust in his voice. So even though you're in the valley and the valley is dark, you may not even be able to see six feet in front of you as you're walking through the valley. But you're trusting his voice because he is your shepherd. And you trust and he's guiding and taking you somewhere and he's keeping you safe. 
And so when you learn how to just trust and depend and rely on the voice of the Lord, then you realize, can't nothing stop you. Can't nothing, can't nothing block you. Can't, can't, can't no devil in hell stop what the Lord is doing in you and through you. See, you got to realize the enemy really is scared of you. Because he doesn't want you to realize that you, Linus, queen, are chosen. When you realize you are chosen, no matter the age, you can begin to believe that you can do anything. You can do all things that work together. You can believe that God is an awesome God and he reigns forever. There is no devil in hell that can stop you. When you realize the power and authority you have within you, see, the enemy wants you to stay stuck. Remember, I talked about that last episode, stuck on more than the things that happen to you than than what is inside of you, right? We want to stay stuck on what people did to us. We want to stay stuck on what the ex did. Like, Daddy, what he did, he did to me. You know, when God planned it, he planned it all out. You know, I mean, really, truth be told, God was trying to wake you up. You know, the divorce was planned. You understand? It was planned. There is more in you than you think, Lioness Queens. But you have to trust that daddy knows best. Daddy knows what he's doing. Amen. Because you got to remember, Mary heard those words. She heard. Okay, you said I'm honored. You said I'm favored. You said God is with me morning, noon, and night. And you said I'm chosen. When God declares who you are, he's preparing you for the purpose that is coming. So no matter what you experience, good, bad, or ugly, that is one of the reasons why all things work together because of who you are. You are his child. And if you are his child, he is going to take care of you. But the, but but you got to remember, you got to remember that you are chosen for such a time as this. Lastly, this is my third point. God wants you to accept the assignment. You know, in verse 38, Mary said, Be it unto me according to thy word. He has already told you, Linus Queens, do not fear. Fear not. But in order for the purpose to be fulfilled in your life, I need you to accept what I'm giving you. I need you to accept the assignment. I gave you free will. You know, that's what God's saying. I gave you free will, baby girl. I don't force my will onto you. I allow certain things to happen in your life. But really, it's to help push you to realize the gifts and the seeds that I planted in you. You have to be in in agreement with your heavenly father. You know, think about this. If Harriet Tubman did not accept her assignment. What would happen? 
And John Brown didn't accept his assignment. Abraham Lincoln, the president of the United States, if he did not have a heart for all people, what if he didn't accept his assignment? Now let's even go further back. Moses, Joshua, Abraham, Paul, John the Baptist. And let's, I mean, and we cannot forget Jesus. What if Jesus did not accept the assignment? Man, there is a point. All of those individuals were chosen in that time and in that season, just like you. And if you think about it, if you think about the story of Jesus, there was a point when Jesus felt a pulling on the inside of him, right? There was a pulling and he asked God, I need you to pass this cup from me. But, but even in the midst, he still accepted the assignment for you and for me. Now, again, even when he went to the cross, he still had a decision. He, he didn't have, he could have come down from that cross. He, he didn't have to stay in pain, in agony. But he decided to follow through with his assignment. What about you? Don't look at the pandemic in a negative way. Look at it in a positive way. Because more than ever, more than ever, people are desperate and looking for God like never before. You know, I think about women right now who are stuck quarantined in a relation, in a marriage right now, who are abused, mistreated, neglected, abandoned, cheated on. I mean, they're in all of these things, right? And they were in it before. But now that they've been quarantined with this other individual, their husband, it is like exacerbated, right? It it is brought to the forefront of really what they are going through. And as a result, you know, now people are, you know, looking for God like never before. People are drawing closer like never before. They're appreciating, you know, some people appreciating their family. You know, people are doing community service. They're they're donating, you know, reading their Bibles like never before and praying like never before. They're on prayer calls. They're watching church service, Bible study service. They're doing all of this like never before. God is trying to birth some things in us but we have to accept the call. God, God is, is changing things in the atmosphere, shifting things in the atmosphere, in you and in the world, because a change is going to come. Once Mary accepted the call, then she was ready to believe in what God was going to do and how he was going to use her. Are you ready? Are you ready for how God is going to use you? Lioness queens, especially for my lioness queens who are stuck right now. But God has brought some things into the forefront because he's trying to help you realize it is time for you to let the past go. 
God did not intend for you to stay in an abused marriage. He didn't intend for you to stay in a marriage where you're constantly cheated on. He didn't intend for you to stay in a marriage and there and and your spouse is addicted to drugs and alcohol. And you don't know what time he's coming home. You don't know what he's doing out in the street. God is trying to awaken you. He's trying to bring things in the forefront. He's trying to get you to come closer to him. Because he wants you to know you are chosen for this time and this season. Trust his voice. He'll tell you what to do. He'll give you wisdom and revelation knowledge. He will help you in this season. He will provide resources. He will provide people for you. But you have to trust him. So no matter who you are, no matter your challenges, no matter you got any health issues, no matter, you know, you have uh, wayward children, no matter your inabilities. It is all about your perspective and your mindset that you are chosen. We must remember God is he's a God of order. He is so strategic in every decision he makes. So God Taylor makes everything for us. He chose you not because you were special, but because you were a vessel. God wants to use you. When he sees us, he sees vessels that he can use in his kingdom. God can use anyone he wants to, but he's chosen you. Just like he chose Mary. To be the mother of Jesus. He chose you. There is a purpose in who he chooses. And there's a misconception. You know. that There's a misconception that people who are chosen are perfect. But that's so far from the truth. None of us are perfect. None of us are perfect. And so. It's so easy for us. And this is something the enemy does too. He puts a filter on our eyes. So when we see other people, we think they're perfect. None of us are perfect. If we were perfect, we we wouldn't need the Lord. Amen. Man, where did my time go? Let let, Let me try to finish this out, you know. But even, you have to think about it. There were even people in the Bible that God chose who didn't have perfect lives, right? Like, didn't have perfect lives at all but again he still chose not perfect but people who are usable God does not call the qualified he qualifies the called Mary said be it unto me according to thy word now Linus Queens I cannot stress this enough when it comes to our identity you gotta know who you are you got to know who you are. You got to walk in it. You got to talk in it. You got to breathe it. It should, it, it, I mean, it should um, radiate from your body. You got to believe it. You got to believe in the truth that you are chosen. You are set apart. Even your valleys, your storms, your heartbreaks, your challenges, your illnesses, your hardships, your negative thoughts, all God chose for you. Did you know that? He handpicked them just for you. 
It's, it's not by accident. God assigned certain misfortunes to happen to you and me. It's not a mistake. Remember, I said God doesn't make mistakes. God's word, his word is true. It's impossible for him to lie. He doesn't give out the wrong assignments or problems to the wrong people. He chooses ordinary people just like Mary and just like he chose you. You know, I could go through, I could go through a list of people he chose in the Bible. Right? He chose so many people. Just like he chose you. What what the question is, why? Have you asked the Lord that question? Why did you choose me, God, for this? Why do you think God has sustained and protected your life over the years, Linus Queen? Why why do you think that? You know, it's like, God, why did you choose me? Why not you? That's what you need to be saying. Why not me? Why, why not me? I'm honored. I'm favored. God has always been with me. I'm chosen. Amen. God wants you to remember, Linus Queens, that everything is on schedule. God has not forgotten you. He has not forgotten your prayers. He has not forgotten your tears. He has not forgotten your pain. He does not make mistakes. You are born for this time and this season for greatness. But it's time to accept the call, accept the assignment, take heed to his voice, and walk into where God is leading you. Amen. This is Reverend Dr. Marisha, your lioness queen. Let's go ahead and declare our weekly chant over our lives. Amen. Repeat after me. I am a lioness queen. God wants me to rise up. He wants me to take my rightful place as the queen I am. He wants me to be residue-free, intentional in my fight. Stand on the word of God. Realize I am a masterpiece. I am. I am. I am enough. I am a lioness queen with a purpose. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining the Lioness Queen podcast. Please subscribe and write a review. You can find me on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and even iHeartRadio. I would love to hear how this message empowered you. Come back next Tuesday at 3 p.m. for more from your Linus Queen.